Well, hey, sweet friends, and welcome back to the Joyful Mamahood podcast. You've probably noticed by that now that not only have I missed a few weeks of episodes, but that my voice doesn't quite sound on point. When I started this podcast, I took some super messy action, but that meant that I didn't have a content bank of episodes already created so that when life happens, because it does, because I'm a mama, and kids get sick and things break and all of the reasons, right? But that meant that I didn't have a big bank of content that I could just keep up with without skipping a beat. And then life happened and our family has spent almost the last six weeks sick. Um, And all of July, and I personally have been sick with no voice for three weeks. So um, my precious people started it. They whipped me up a gnarly COVID strep cocktail that clearly I was unable to avoid. And now I sound like a seal. Um, So anyway, I felt really convicted to go ahead and record this episode as is and just trust that you guys will be so happy that I'm here and give me heaps of grace. So here we are. I've got a big mug of throat coat tea, my little gal nearby keeping me company, and I'm super excited to be back with you. In this episode, we will be talking about the top three reasons you are stressed out and reactive and how you can begin to create a calmer, more proactive, responsive home. And because there's so much in each of these three reasons, this episode will be an overview and then I'll break down each reason further in the following three episodes to keep it more digestible and not quite so overwhelming for you. Let's get started. You know motherhood should be sweeter than this. You are done with being stressed out, overwhelmed, and barely keeping your head above water. You've tried to be everything to everyone, and you completely lost yourself in the process. The house is a mess, the kids don't listen, and you can hardly remember the last time you had a date night and really connected with your man. And sleep? What's that? In the middle of the distraction, the noise, the laundry, and the dishes, you started to think that you had to choose between having a successful career or staying home with your kids. But the truth is, you really can have it all. The successful career, fun, connected relationships, and a home that feels like a refuge. I'm Kim Macklin, mamahood mentor and certified professional life coach military spouse of 22 years, classroom teacher turned homeschool and mama to three amazing kiddos, and the host of this podcast where you will be equipped and empowered to create your own joyful mamahood as you navigate working from home and raising incredible humans. It's time to trade chaos for calm and begin to truly love being a mom no matter what season of motherhood you are in so you can yell less, laugh more, and finally rock your career and your motherhood without sacrificing your marriage. Grab your favorite drink or your latest load of laundry, and let's dive deep into positive parenting, time management, marriage, and family. They say raising kids takes a village, mama. Welcome to the hood. 
you wake up and you think today is going to be different. You are going to be calm and kind. And then out of nowhere, you completely lose your stuff. You've lost your ever loving mind. You are really trying to stop yelling at your kids, but they just don't listen until you until you yell. So you revert back to what works, even though you feel junky about it and you can feel those rifts in your relationship growing deeper each time you react at them. You find yourself back in that same place oftentimes even a short time after starting your day with them your head hits the pillow at night and you just keep running those reels of the day through your mind and thinking about all the ways that you didn't show up the way that you wanted to you yell at your kids you snap at your spouse or you make ridiculous threats that you have no intention of following through on I actually pulled the mamas in my joyful mamahood community. If you're not over there, follow the link in the show notes and get in there. And I asked the question, what was the most ridiculous threat that you made that you had no intention of following through on? Or what was one that your caregiver used on you to get desirable behavior or a desirable outcome? A classic one was that we're going to leave a place, but not just any place, like Disney World, the beach, a vacation that you've spent thousands of dollars on. You have no intention to leave, no intention to follow through, and you're like, if you don't pull it together, then we're leaving right now. And there was no intention to follow through. And you're like, I will turn this ridiculously expensive, non-refundable flight around right now, so help me. (laughs) Another one was that um, they were told if they got a tattoo, their parents wouldn't pay for college. And they ended up getting one the beginning of their sophomore year, and they paid for it anyway. Um, I'm going to spank you until I feel better. Um, And then... Well, once the bathroom was so gross, this mom said that they were going to be eating all of their meals off of it for the next few days, so they better clean it up. I bet they clean that right up. Uh, my mom actually weighed in and uh, on my personal page, and she asked if I remembered parking the car on the side of the road because we wouldn't keep our seatbelts on or a time where we left the movies due to obnoxious behavior from my sister and myself and um, we'd try again next week. I've blocked all of that out. I do not remember. Um, But it's funny because I do use those things with my kids when they're fighting in the car or... um, when the little one, when they were little and they learned how to unbuckle their seatbelts, it's like, okay, I'll pull over. And when you're ready, you let me know when it's safe for me to drive. And oftentimes I would set the stage if it was something that we were, um, 
struggling with like it was happening regularly I would kind of set the stage I should do a whole nother episode on this for like a parenting thing um, and then okay well we have X number of minutes at the park so when you guys are ready for me to drive safely let me know and I'll be happy to take you to the park um, my dad uh, the one that that I remember the most and probably had like one of the biggest impacts on me in a negative way. Um, he would tell me that if my room was not clean in X number of minutes, like 30 minutes, then he was going to take all of my stuff and throw it in the canal. And I don't know if he really meant it or not, but I did not mess with him. He was the kind of guy that was like, you're grounded for 30 days because a month was negotiable. It could have 30 days, 31 days, 28 days, um, 29 days. And so it was always 30 days. He was very precise. And I don't know if he would have done it or not, but I did not stick around to find out. Unfortunately, that led to me kind of shoving things wherever they would go. And I had to learn. It took me a, a number of years to learn how to properly clean and organize things and manage my stuff because it wasn't a skill that I learned. I think that he just didn't really know how to teach me. And so that made a huge difference in my life. Another mama said four words, elf on the shelf. <laughs> You'll have to come over to the um, Facebook community and let me know, do you do Elf on a Shelf or no? We don't do Elf on a Shelf in our house. So um, I always love to see the um, elves make I don't know, like a little bit of trouble, um, but fun, cl good, good, clean trouble, um, which is super fun. So um, another one was um, if you don't knock it off, you'll get out and walk home and don't make me pull this car over. I'll knock your heads together if you don't stop fighting. I couldn't even imagine that one. Um, just go play on the highway. And I'm reading these as I'm as I'm recording. Throw away all the toys if you don't clean them up. Uh, full confession here, I actually brought some of that trauma into my own childhood, my own parenting, I guess. And I remember when my kids were um, about six and three, we were living in Korea and they were not cleaning up their things and I had just had it. And I'm like, if you guys don't clean up, I'm going to throw everything in the trash bag and throw it away. And it's not my finest moment. Um, I, I have learned from the experience and truly they were just overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that they had and they didn't know how to clean it up properly. I took it down 18 stories and pretended to throw it away. I put it in the trunk of the car. Um, I believe that my kids found it. Um, or maybe I just brought it back up, but I think they actually saw it in the, the back of the car. Um, and then I was able to help them put it away. And we talked about, you know, stewarding our things well and keeping things tidy and, and all of that. <clears throat> Another mama in our community said that she um, really doesn't make threats that she doesn't follow through on, but her husband jumps to like the worst possible punishment, like canceling trips or playdates or taking away electronics, which really only punishes her and throwing their things away. So really, 
This just goes to show you that when we feel like we're out of control, sometimes we're like grasping at straws, trying to figure out like, what can I say that's going to make these kids listen to me and get this desirable behavior? And we're not in our own rational minds, so we come up with the most irrational things that aren't even going to happen. And the truth is, is that you really do want it to be different and you really are trying. You've read the books and you've read the blogs and you've listened to the podcasts, but you're just not gaining any traction. And please know that you aren't alone. And what I notice in the moms that I work with and people that I talk with is that you're likely making one of these top three mistakes that are keeping you stressed out and reactive, even though you're really, really trying to do better. So let's dive in to what those mistakes are and how you can create a calmer, more proactive and responsive home for your family, and that will help you to step into a more joyful mamahood. Friends, if you don't know me really well yet, I want to share with you that my faith is a really big part of who I am and what I do and how I show up. And while I don't only serve Christian women and all mamas are welcome in my space. I believe that it is my job to love people and to love people so well and to serve them well. I wanted to share an opportunity for my Christian entrepreneur friends. Would you like some amazing strategies to co-labor with the Holy Spirit? Actually, Would you like 28 amazing strategies so that you can get off the hamster wheel and start to create, grow, or scale your online business by God's design? My friend Kristen Dronke is hosting the Online Business by God's Design Virtual Summit where you will get some amazing tips and strategies to finally stop following all the worldly tactics that just leave you overwhelmed and questioning the calling God placed on your heart. Over 14 days, you will be inspired and equipped to be that world changer that you want to be so that you can increase and multiply God's economy as well as dominate the world's marketplace and influence. And I personally am honored to be able to be a presenter or speaker at this summit and I will be talking about how to ditch that mom guilt and really create that joyful mamahood that you desire. So I invite you join me and grab your free spot. There'll be a link in the comments. It's at christiananlinesummit.com forward slash Kim and you can register there. I look forward to serving you in this way. This is a completely free summit, and I know that you will be greatly benefiting from it if this is something that resonates with you and you find yourself either a Christian entrepreneur or someone who's feeling like they're being called to start their own business. The event starts August 7th, and I look forward to seeing you there. So let's dive in to what those mistakes are and how you can 
create a calmer, more proactive and responsive home for your family. And that will help you to step into a more joyful mamahood. So reason number one, you are spread too thin. So you're overcommitted and you're trying to do way too much and there just isn't time to do it all. However, there is plenty of time for the things that are important to you. And this really comes down to two things. And those things are priorities and boundaries. And this is what I help mamas do through this podcast and through my hope and through my coaching. And so these priorities, like trying to figure out, get crystal clear on what your priorities are and what you really value. And once my clients are clear on that, I help them create rhythms and routines that support those priorities. When you're spending your time on things that aren't important to you, the things that you don't really, really value, you end up not having the time or the energy left for the things or the people who are important to you. And this shows up in numbing or shutting down oftentimes. Because you are overwhelmed by all of the things that you need to do, you do nothing as a result of that. You numb and you avoid. So maybe you pick up your phone and you distract yourself with scrolling or you binge watch something on Netflix or um, whatever your vice is, right? Whatever is helping you to numb. And the truth is, is that every time that you say yes to something, you say no to something else. When you say yes to the things that aren't a top priority to you, others get the best of you and your home and your family get what's left of you which mama let's be honest it's not much like there's not much left at the end of the day and this is a mistake that i found myself making quite often early in my motherhood where i felt a sense of obligation or i needed to volunteer for this or i needed to say yes to the people things that people asked me to do because I felt like I was going to let them down or maybe my I felt like my value came from that. I don't know. Um, but the truth was is that I was worn thin. And as a result of that, my family was not getting the best version of myself or of me that I wanted them to be getting. And so when we get crystal clear on what our priorities and our values are, and we are aware that, you know, we are asked something and it's like, okay, if I say yes to this, what is that going to take my time or my energy away from? And that could be a number of things. And we'll go into that a little bit more in the next episode when I dig a little bit deeper into this um, priorities and, and boundaries and being spread too thin. Number two, you believe that everyone else's needs are more important than your own. And so as a result of this, you are the last one to get their needs met, which means that they're not getting met. No one else is going to be taking care of you. And if you don't take care of yourself, 
you're going to suffer. So let me know if this is true for you. You shove chicken nuggets and goldfish into your mouth instead of eating a nourishing meal that gives you energy, or you pour another cup of coffee to get through, get you through your day, which actually increases your heart rate, it mimics a stress response, and then you crash harder, right? Especially if that coffee is loaded with sugar. One of the things that I hear so often from moms that I work with is that you don't make time for yourself because you feel guilty when you're doing something for yourself that takes time away from your kids or from your partner. Or maybe you are taking time to yourself, but what you're doing is really draining you instead of recharging you. So I help my clients break through those mindset blocks that always have them putting themselves last or putting themselves on the back burner and discover easy ways to recharge even when they don't have a lot of time or money because let's be honest, when we're trying to keep babies alive, we don't have a whole lot of time for meeting our own needs and so prioritizing that is essential because when we prioritize that, then we're better able to show up in a way that is life-giving and not resentful. I will tell you that society will tell you that self-care is selfish, but it is not. Self-care is essential, and when you are well cared for, you can better handle those day-to-day stressors that come with motherhood. They are going to come. Life is not going to be perfect, but how you handle those will make you more responsive and respond to them instead of react react to them and lose your ever-loving mind at your people. And then you can show up better for those around you and better for yourself too. So number three, you have poor boundaries. So either your boundaries are too rigid or they're too loose. Most of the time, I see mamas with undefined boundaries. So um, those are the really loose ones where people walk all over you. They take advantage of you. You say yes when you really want to say no, but you're just so afraid of letting someone down that you say yes anyway. Um, You don't want to tell somebody no because you want everyone to be happy. Your kids don't listen to you. Your parents and your friends overstep. You hold the line too firmly when it's not important and too loose when it is. You say no, but it's really because you're too tired and you think it's going to be more work to say yes. But then it turns out that it's more work to have the battle around the arbitrary no. Your kids know they can wear you down and you'll just throw up your hands in defeat because it's easier to just give in and you've created a total beast. So many of us have never really learned how to have healthy boundaries. We weren't allowed to say no, we had to be nice and respectful and all of the proper things, right? And unfortunately, we didn't learn how to create those healthy boundaries. And this is what I have the privilege and honor of doing with the women that I work with is just to teach them 
the mindset shifts to be able to create those healthy boundaries, how to create the healthy boundaries, and how to follow through on keeping them. And so they learn to create boundaries around their time and their energy, which creates more peace and less stress. So if you recognize these mistakes in yourself, I really want to encourage you that you're not alone and that it doesn't have to stay this way. For the next three episodes, we are gonna dive a little bit deeper into each one of these three keys, and I will give you some practical steps to be able to start to change some of those things, to be able to create a more joyful, peaceful, and responsive and responsive home instead of that reactive one. And I'll be honest with you, it is not an overnight miracle and it really does take some work, but the results are so worth it. And I know that you're a busy mama who already feels like she doesn't have a lot of time. So I assure you that the steps that I give you will be small steps that you can take that will start to make a big difference and it's totally doable. And this is one of the things that sets me apart in what I do is that I'm not going to give you all of this stuff to do and overwhelm you. I'm going to give you small things to take consistent change to be able to change your day-to-day life to be able to grow and create this more joyful mamahood where you're really enjoying being with your kids and each season of motherhood that you're in, even when life throws you the crazies. So I thank you so much for bearing with me. I had to edit out a lot of coughing and um, seal barking during this episode. I know that I am not in the best place to be able to record an episode, but I also know that it is so important for me to get this message out, and it's so important that I feel like I'm just being um, stopped every time I turn around with another thing. So I just wanted to show up in this space and bring you some value and share my heart with you and let you know like this is motherhood things are going to things are going to show up we are going to have things constantly thrown our way and we just got to roll with it so i again thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode please leave me a review and i will be back with you next week hey mama Before you go, did you know there is a community specifically for Joyful Mamahood listeners? That's right. Even though this episode is over, we don't have to say goodbye just yet. Grab a friend and follow the link to the Joyful Mamahood community in the show notes for deeper conversations around today's episode and to connect with other mamas in the hood. Thanks for listening to the Joyful Mamahood podcast with your host, Kim Macklin. If you loved this episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and take a minute to review it on iTunes. Your review helps other mamas find this podcast and lets me know that you are loving what you hear. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and share it on your socials. 
Now get out there and create your own joyful mamahood.